0: Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about antenatal screening for Down syndrome. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com/antenatal or in the antenatal care section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynaecology book. So let's get straight into it. Down syndrome is a condition caused by three copies of chromosome 21. It's also called trisomy 21. It gives characteristic dysmorphic features and has many associated conditions and complications. The extent to which a person is affected and the related conditions vary between individuals. All women are offered screening for Down syndrome during pregnancy and the purpose of the screening test is to decide which women should receive more invasive tests to establish a definitive diagnosis. It's the choice of the woman whether to go ahead with screening or not. The screening tests involve taking measurements from the fetus using ultrasound, combining those measurements with the mother's age and blood results and providing an indication of the risk of Down syndrome. Older mothers have a higher risk of Down syndrome. Let's start by talking about the combined test. The combined test is the first line and the most accurate screening test. It's performed between 11 and 14 weeks gestation and involves combining results from ultrasound and the maternal blood tests. An ultrasound scan is used to measure the nuchal translucency, which is the thickness of the back of the neck of the fetus. Down syndrome is one cause of a nuchal thickness greater than 6mm. The maternal blood tests that are taken are beta-human chorionic gonadotropin or beta-HCG. A higher result of beta-HCG indicates a greater risk of Down syndrome. And pregnancy-associated plasma protein A or PAPA and a lower result indicates a greater risk of Down syndrome. Next let's talk about the triple test. The triple test is performed between 14 and 20 weeks gestation, if it's too late to have the combined test. The triple test only involves maternal blood tests, measuring the beta-HCG result and a higher result indicates a greater risk, the alpha-fetoprotein or AFP and a lower result of the alpha-fetoprotein indicates a greater risk of down syndrome. And the serum estriol, which is the female sex hormone, and a lower result indicates a greater risk. Next let's talk about the quadruple test. The quadruple test is performed between 14 and 20 weeks gestation when it's too late for the combined test. The quadruple test is identical to the triple test, but it also includes maternal blood testing for inhibin A. A higher inhibin A indicates a greater risk of Down syndrome. Next, let's talk about the antenatal testing for Down syndrome to establish a definitive diagnosis. The screening tests that we've just talked about provide a risk score for the fetus having Down syndrome. When the risk of Downs is greater than 1 in 150, which occurs in around 5% of tested women, the woman is offered amniocentesis or chorionic villus sampling. These tests involve taking a sample of the fetal cells to perform karyotyping to establish a definitive answer about whether the fetus has Down syndrome or not. Chorionic villus sampling or CVS involves an ultrasound guided biopsy of the placental tissue. This is used when testing is done earlier in pregnancy for example before 15 weeks gestation and there's around a 2% risk of miscarriage. Amniocentesis involves ultrasound guided aspiration of amniotic fluid using a needle and syringe. This is used later in pregnancy once there's enough amniotic fluid to make it safer to take a sample, and there's about a 1% risk of miscarriage. So the risk of miscarriage is lower with amniocentesis, but you get an earlier answer with chorionic villus sampling. It's not possible to do amniocentesis earlier because you need enough amniotic fluid to make it safe to do an ultrasound guided aspiration. Finally let's talk about non-invasive prenatal testing. Non-invasive prenatal testing or NIPT is a relatively new test for detecting abnormalities in the fetus during pregnancy. It involves a simple blood test from the mother. The blood will contain fragments of DNA, some of which will be from the placental tissue and represent the fetal DNA. These fragments can be analysed to detect conditions such as Down syndrome. Non-invasive prenatal testing is not a definitive test but it does give a very good indication of whether the fetus is affected. It's gradually being rolled out in the NHS as an alternative to invasive testing meaning chorionic villus sampling and amniocentesis for women that have a higher than 1 in 150 risk of Down syndrome. So thanks for listening to this episode on antenatal screening for Down Syndrome. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you want early access to the Zero to Finals podcast episodes, consider supporting Zero to Finals on Patreon, where you'll also get loads of other benefits, for example, my full course on how to learn medicine. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about chronic conditions in pregnancy.